Okay, Chodesh Tov. So this sheer sponsored in honor of Reza Bat Michael. Okay, we are on Kuf Mem Zayin. In Kriya Satara. Kuf Mem Zayin, Se'if Hey. Mutav tegalel amitpachat seviv hasefer Torah v'lo yiglol hasefer Torah kishakorcho b'mitpachat. First, you should wrap up the roll up the sefer Torah and then wrap it around afterwards. But don't try and do it all at once, all together. Hold it in the mitpachat because it's we don't want anything uh, less chances of it falling or ripping or anything like that. Vav. Hagolel sefer Torah betochatik toeh. One should not. Uh, I'm assuming we're talking about a Sephardic sefer Torah when it's inside its case. One should not be should roll it from many. If you have to do a large rolling, the Kafachayim points out. Obviously, if you're just doing a couple, uh, moving it down a couple dapim, that's not a problem. That's done all the time. The Sephardim never take it out for a small rolling. But for a uh, large rolling, a, a distance, so Shulchan Aruch writes to'eh. Why? Because if you start doing a large rolling, it might come, it might rip. Um, nowadays, we are more make of the Sephardim. You know, everyone does what they want as long as they're careful and it's not going to rip. But the reason why nowadays it's more likely to be make is now they're made on special little bearings, little rollers, so it's easier to roll it. And less likely. It's also difficult on the arms to do a large distance rolling. Okay, Zayn. Ein hamaftir matchil liglola sefer Torah. The maftir should not start until glila is finished. Because we want everyone, we want the person who's doing um, um, glila to be able to listen and pay attention. Also more kavod. Okay. So when you're reading two Sifrei Torah and you have them out, don't start with the second one until you've completely finished with the first one. Same reasoning. And we don't get rid of the first one until we're completely uh, until the second one is on the Shulchan. So that we don't um, have our minds removed from thinking about Kriya Sitara, our mitzvot. We take out two Sefer Torah at one time when we take them out of the Heichal, the Aaron. And we're always holding on to the second Sefer until we're ready to start using the first one. Okay? It's referring to the mapa, the cover on the hateva, on the bima. As long as you're still davening in there, it's inappropriate to remove. Uh, it's like closing up shop when everyone is still davening in there. It's not a kavadik. It was normal to take the Sefer Torah in those days and keep it outside the Beit Knesset. You know, we also know many, a long time ago, many Beit Knesset were also outdoors in the fields. So it was inappropriate. 
We don't keep the Sefer Torah there. It wasn't safe. So they would always keep it in somewhere in someone's house or a special place or a room which was uh, watched. And they would bring out the Sefer Torah uh, then. Right? That, since it was made that way, that was, that's not a zilzal. Right? We learned earlier to take it from a, a proper Heichal Beit Knesset and bring it to a Yachid outside. That's what's inappropriate to the Sefer Torah. But this is the, this is the proper way to do it. If you want to be mechaber and shomer to, to keep the Torah safe. Okay, so they used to remove it right away because there was a Torah for the tzibur to, to have it there while, until they finished davening. So they would bring it before and after Kriyasa Torah. And so therefore we shouldn't uh, close up the Beit Knesset Kilo turn off the lights when everyone's still davening. Okay. Kuf Mem Tet. So the tzibur doesn't leave until they hide, uh, until they re- should not leave until they remove the sefer Torah. Here, Aleph, sorry. The tzibur should not leave the shul until they remove this, they put away the sefer Torah. It's not a problem if it's just a yachid, just one individual. So, just to contrast, uh, we learned earlier that one shouldn't leave while the Sefer Torah is open while they're in the middle of laning, in the middle of reading. However, ben gavra le gavra, it's mutar. So that's for that halacha. And you, and you want to put them together, it could be a, a, one halacha on top of another, but... It seems to be, when is it okay lechatchila to leave ben gavra le gavra between aliyot? That's if it's an, an individual. Not uh, everyone walks out all at once. Also, um, here, uh, so, so it could be, when is it mutar ben gavra le gavra? It's when, uh, no, never mind, we'll leave it. Okay, uh, never mind. So basically, that's a, that's a halakha, specifically Bengava Lagavra, when it's, it's, you don't have that same, they don't attach that same pasuk of Ozve Hashem Yichlu. And here it's, um, anyway, it's, it's more of a covet, and this is in particular referring to uh, when they remove it and they bring it to another place. It's not in the Heichal, the, the Heichal is not inside the show. And he continues. And you see that if you bring the Sefer Torah somewhere else, if there's only one place, so then, uh, only one doorway, so then what happens? So there's only one exit, and the Sefer Torah is going out that way, so then you should wait. But if there's two exits and the Sefer Torah is going to go out the other exit, so that's also the case of Ben Gavra Gavra. She Yecholim Latzeit BePetach Echad Kodem She Yitzia Sefer Torah BePetach Acher. So even though the Sefer Torah is going to go out the other way, you're allowed to go out the other way, right? Two different doors. So then that's not considered a lack of cover. Bilvad She Yelechu Achar Sefer Torah Yelvav Lamakom Shematzinet Hashem. On the condition, though, that you're still leaving behind a group of people who are going to follow the Sefer Torah out the other way. Okay? And here, if you're in a shul where they, they keep it in the sh- and they keep it in the shul, in the Aram, so then, 
for everyone as they're returning the Sefer Torah and the Shul to be melaveh, to escort it to the, uh, to follow it to the Aaron. The one who also the Glila should follow it. And follow it and stay there until it enters, it's put inside the Aaron. So to the, it's the minag when you when you lift it up, ikar And so too by the one who lifts it up, which is really he points out that's the real uh, gola. And it's good to also bring the children to uh, to the sefer Torah as it passes to kiss it and. To be mechanechem and to be zaris and doing mitzvot and kavodatara. Okay, kof nun. We are entering binyan beit haknesset. Veshiagavua aleph. Kofin bnei ha'ir zeadzel yivnot beit haknesset. Once you have a minion living in a city, one can force the other one to chip in to pay to build the beit haknesset. Veliknot lahem Torah neviim uchetuvim. And also to to pay in order to buy Torah Nevi'im Ketuvim, and the Shochanar, um, the Mishnah points out that also includes Sfarim. Nowadays we need Sfarim. We need a, we need a Shas. We need a Gemara. We need uh, we need art scroll. Whatever we need for people to function in a show properly for learning, we are also um, we are also to uh, to be gova from everybody to chip in. Okay. I'll just point out, the Shulchan Aruch has a little, um, he points out, I mean, um, that one who is Me'akiv, this is from the from the Ramah, that someone who prevents someone from building a Shul, prevents them from doing a mitzvah. And, but there's a whole discussion, but basically, the Rishonim, the Radbaz, they all say similar idea. Ideally, we should all be able to daven in one Shul without any machlokas. However, if people can't get along, then Adarabah, it's better to let them have two different shuls, whether it's personality issues, hashkafa issues, that's, um, okay, just, okay, bet. Ein bonin beit knesset ela begova shel ir. So there's a halacha. This is an important halacha. We try in the Makayim. It's a, basically, it's a din lechatchila. But um, obviously nowadays it's not so possible or it's not so popular to keep. That you can't make a... Um, the Beit Knesset is supposed to be built on the highest place of the city. So in Ramat Beit Shemesh, at least in Aleph, that would be... Uh, means all the shuls have to be built around uh, Timna and Mata, on the top of Dolev. And also, not only is it supposed to be in the top of the city, it's supposed to be um, the tallest, uh, the tallest building. It, uh, it's based on a usable building. We'll see in a moment. Um, now, this, the, the Chazal give in a smachta from Mishlei and Ezra, and it says Berosh Homiot Tikra. You call out to Kadosh Baruch on the highest places, the highest parts of the city, and the Romim et Beit Elokeinu. That it should be, our house should be of, of the highest of houses. It should be higher. That's to give cover. So, continue in the Shulchan Aruch. La'apuke 
biraniot, excluding biraniot, umigdalim and homes, she'ein mishtamshim behem that are not used. In other words, it only goes when we say it needs to be the highest home usable building. It has to be where it's where it's used. Biraniot, and there are quotes. It's perush binyanim asim lenoi. These are buildings. No one uses them. They're not. No one goes inside them. It seems like. They're just very tall buildings for beauty. So those don't count. Remove them from the equation. So again, we don't want any usable part of a... We count what's... The height is counted by the usable part of the room or the usable part of the building. Um, if you have a very tall building, the top portion wouldn't be counted unless inside the roof you have like a, some people build into their attics. And so even though parts of the walls are coming down on its side with the slant of the roof, still, so if part of it is usable, then that's counted. If it's not usable, then it's not counted. Haga, um, but... When you have no choice, or there's a halacha in the uh, decree uh, in the uh, the law in the town where the goyim don't let you build a beit knesset in, in, in the highest area. So then, if you nothing you can do about it. You're an onus, and you can have the beit knesset anywhere, and you could even have it where it's inside a building when there's other. Other uh, rooms that are used on top of it. Just it can't be um, where it's a very bazui um, uh, um, services or uh, uh, above the uh, the Beit Knesset. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, Right. So, anyways, the Meister the Achronium point out that it's uh, it's not exactly uh, possible nowadays, and it's not something that we're unfortunately able to keep, either because of the, the goyim or because of some say because of uh, we have more hills and it's more it's not practical. Also, we build homes with tall apartments and it's not practical. Um, anyways, basically, we assume we're anusim and um, it's we can't help it. Okay, Gimel. Someone built his home taller than the Beit Knesset, some say, uh, you should force him to um, demolish his home. Now, another option besides taking down your home is to increase the height of the Beit Knesset. Now, just adding one little pole, an an antenna or something, is not going to help. You have to add at least one wall of the Beit Knesset. Okay. All right. Dalit. Habonek neged chalon Beit Knesset ein maspik lo berchakat arba amot lefishut sarich or gadol. So by shchenim, by neighbors, you, you, you have to make sure you build at least dalit amot from one wall to another where there's a window so the people can get light and use out of their windows. So here it needs to be more because it's a Beit Knesset and we need more light. So it needs to be further than dalit amot. How much? It's not clear. Uh, the Mishnah Bura just points out if one sits at least eight amot, he believes that's okay. Um, okay, hey. 
אין פותחים פתח בית הכנסת, אלא כנגד הצד שמתפעלים בו באותו העיר. So where do you make the entrance to the show? Now this doesn't refer to the, um, to the lobby, to the entrance, uh, uh, um, entrance room. It refers to the actual Beit Knesset. So when you walk into, if it's straight from the street, or if you have a lobby, you walk inside your lobby, and then that's the entrance that we're talking about, into the show. So ideally the way it should be built is the wall that everyone's uh, davens and faces in that direction, as they, uh, generally it's facing... Um, Eretz Yisrael or Yerushalayim so on the opposite you have the entrance way so when you enter you're facing the, um, the, the direction that everyone's davening to and ideally the, uh, the Aron or the Heichal she'im itpa'alim l'ma'arav yiftechu l'mizrach if everyone faces west then they should make the entrance um, on the um you make the entrance on the east side. So when you're entering, you're facing west. Because ideally the way it's supposed to be is you, you enter the room and you're facing the direction that you're davening, which is the same direction of where the Aaron is kept. Obviously, if the Aaron and the direction is where it's kept, it's a little different. So then that's different opinions exactly um, how one should face. Uh, if it's a little bit off, so some people turn a little bit. Some people, I think Moshe's, they face the Aron completely, even if it's a little bit off from the direction of Eretz Yisrael or Yerushalayim. But uh, different minhagim. Uh, and if it's really off, so then there's a machlok, it's which way to face. Okay. Haga. Ve'osin bima ve'emtza beit ha'kanesit. And the bima, where you read the Sefer, Shia'a maralea kore batara v'yishimu kulam where everyone reads the Sefer Torah from, that is supposed to be in the middle of the Shul. So then, and when one davens, he should always be facing the Aron HaKodesh. And the way that you sit should be at the Hazakanim, the elders, they sit in the front of the Shul facing everybody. Uh, right? It's the, um, basically, it's in the same direction uh, towards the entrance and their backs are in, in the same wall as where the Aron is. And everyone else is in rows. Everyone's facing straight ahead. And everyone should be sitting in rows towards the Kodesh, not, uh, not around in circles uh, with their backs. Um, the Mishnah Bura points out that uh, we're not always so careful on this one, except the, 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 the worst, the, the, the thing that you want to watch out for is that at the very least not to have the, the, the chairs in front of the Heichal and your backs to the Heichal. Right? It could be on the side, so they're facing the arm, but you don't want to sit where your backs are completely towards the, the Heichal, the arm. Okay. Kofman Aleph. Dine Kedushat Beta Knesset, Aleph. Batei Knesset or Batei Midrashot, E Nohagim Behem Kalut Rosh. One cannot have a lightheaded mind when they're in the Beit Knesset. Kegon, such as Schok, they don't joke around, Vihitil, Vesicha Betela, and just having, uh, having idle conversation. That's not Divrei Torah. 
ואין אוכלים ושותים בהם, ולא מתקשטים בהם, ולא מטיילים בהם, ולא נכנסים בהם בחמה, ומפני החמה, When it's sunny outside because of the sun, or if it's raining outside, you don't go inside to a Beit Knesset when it's raining, because that is not kavod to the Beit Knesset. All right. Um, right. Even for business, it's inappropriate. And Yerich, um, many Rishonim and Achronim talk how bad it is to have, uh, how important it is to, um, to have kavod to the Beit Knesset and how, how, how bad it is. Or the other serious and avera it is to be talking sichas betela, especially things that are asurim to talk about. Koshikin, it's you know it's bad. It's asur to say lashon hara and have machlokas or to to embarrass anybody outside the show. But to do it in the makom amigdash, makom ashchina, koshikin, it's even that much worse. V'talmidei chachamim v'talmidei mutarim lechol v'lishat behem idochak. Now, Shulchan Aruch writes. But Talmidi Chachamim, that they're learning their Kvius, so then it's mutter for them to eat and drink because of Nidochak. Nidochak either means it's, uh, on, uh, it's Anus and it'll be Bittal Torah for them to go somewhere else, or there is no other place for them, there's no room for them, and that's where they, and that's where they are. So for them, they were Meka. Um, Okay, so it's mutter for them to eat there, and it's even mutter for them to sleep there. So that's the. But, but they're not allowed to do things that are derech uh, bizayim to use it as a as, as a shortcut, for example, or to do other things that are worse. Um, okay. V'yesh omrim. This is the Rama. V'yesh omrim de'bebeta midrash. But if we're talking about a beit midrash, and nowadays we usually consider, it depends on the situation. Some batekinesiot are strictly used for uh, for davening, but we usually can assume that nowadays our batekinesiot are also bate midrashot. So that actually has a chumrah and a kula. Bet midrash has a higher level of kedusha, but it does come with certain kulas because it's chazal. It's, it's too too difficult if we're always there and we're always using it, and it's um, and um, so therefore it, we're, we have certain kulas for it. So here, based on the on the Ran, the Ramah is Mekel, and a Beit Midrash, a Shalom Shari, for a regular usages like for eating and drinking, uh, even if you're not a Talmud Chacham, you're allowed to you're allowed to use it in in a in a in a, in a Beit Midrash, and, uh, and it doesn't matter if it's in Chutz Laaretz or Eretz Yisrael. So um, so that is the uh, so this is a big header for in particular for Ashkenazim. To have uh, to eat and drink in a in a in a bet midrash, or a shul that's also treated like a bet midrash. Uh, we'll see for Sfardim how it's also meiko. The, the, the general, I'll just say it, and we'll see. The general minag by Sfardim is we only allow it in a shul or a bet midrash if it's sarach mitzvah. Otherwise, we go after the pure macharber, which only the talmidi chachamim it's mutter for. But other, but we're, so generally we're meiko. If there's no option, or it's difficult, you're making a siyum, so the sheet, even for uh, ilay nishmat, or a yurtzite. 
So also, if someone puts out some food, so the minag even by svardim is to be meiko. But it has to be some tzorach mitzvah, even a little one. The ein mechashvim behem Note, we don't make um, uh, calculations there. Elim kein hem shal mitzvot, unless... Right, no accounting unless it's for the for the mitzvah for for tzedakah. Kagon kupa shel tzedakah pidyon shvuyim. The ein must be the mahem el in Kenya hespedach al migdolia ir. We don't use a shul or a bit midrash for hespedim unless it's for gedolia ir. And since they're chashuv and there's and many people are going to come and we need place for them. Shekol ben yair b'dekabtsim u'ba'im lahaspida. Let's say you need to enter a bit midrash or a show, and your only purpose is just to call somebody. So then you kanes v'yikra You should learn something. Or yomar devar which is devar halacha or a mishnah pasuk. We said first you do that. So you don't call him first. You first do your uh, you, you do your mitzvah. So it shows that you entered uh, the show for a mitzvah, to learn, and then you call him. So it doesn't look like you're just going for your own purpose. You don't know how to, how to, how to learn. You don't know how to read. So you stop somebody walking in the show and you say, Here, tell me a pasuk. Or you sit down, you rest at least the amount of time it takes to walk. And Mr. Boris, here, it's, it's gonna be here. How long? Uh, the amount of time it takes to walk, uh, eight tfachim. Alright? I don't know. Couple seconds. Kach yetze she, she, mitzvah, is even sitting in a show, is a mitzvah. Shene emar ashre yoshve vetacha. Veshura yeshiva, how long? It's kadei luk shne ptachim. The amount of time, amount of time it takes to walk, two doorways. Each doorway is four tfachim. Uh, bet. Uh, yeah. A person has in his house, he has a room designated for learning. So then, that room has a little kedusha, but you're allowed to do whatever you need. It doesn't have any of these uh, restrictions. It's not, it's not a bet knesset, it's not a bet midrash. Of the public, Gimel, Ein Yishenim beVeit Knesset Afilu Shnat Arai. In the Beit Knesset, one cannot even sleep; can't even doze off a little bit while you're sitting. Aval beVeit Midrash Mutar, but in a Beit Midrash, one could doze off. So it's um, so one sees if a rabbi is going to speak in a shul, if it's a Beit Knesset, one must be very careful not to put your congregants to sleep. But if you consider your shul a Beit Knesset. So then, that's uh, not as problematic. Dalit. The tzorach beit knesset mutar lechol velishon betocho. In a beit knesset, one is allowed to eat and sleep if it's you're doing it for the sake of the show, like you're you're on guard duty. And mitamze yeshenim belel yom kippurim beit knesset. They sit there in beit in yom kippur. I feel the tzorach mitzvah cheret, or for any mitzvah you're allowed to. Kagon shenit kapsim laaber hashana beit knesset. Or you're, you want to be, um, you're making a seuda to, um, to make a leap year. So an extra month. Mutar le'akosham. So then you're making a seuda mitzvah out of it. So that's what we, so that's what we said. It's a seuda mitzvah, even according to, um, 
to the Shulchan Aruch for Mekah. And yes, we, uh, okay. Ayula Beit Knesset. Yeah, let's just read one more. Ayula Beit Knesset. Shtei Ptachim. A Beit Knesset has two entrances. You can't use it as a shortcut. You need to get to the other side. You can't walk right through the Beit Knesset. We're talking about the main shul. We're not talking about the lobby. But if that was the always, that was the walkway. And then later on, everyone used to walk that way, but then they, they built the shul one day in the middle of your walkway. So since the walkway was there first, then you're allowed to. Also, if you went there for another purpose, you went there to learn, and then you're allowed to, if it's quicker, to go out the second exit or entrance, so that's fine. Now, if you go into the show to Davin, so then Shulchan Aruch says, and Mutar, you're allowed to go into one entrance and out the other entrance. Some have the... Um, the nusach of it's it's a mitzvah. All right, that it's preferable to go out the other way because it's more covered to not backtrack in your steps. So, okay, done.